Hey, I'm Murph. I'm a former heroin addict, current alcoholic, and you're tuned in to Self-Medicated Weekly Dose, a podcast all about drugs and the people who use them. Uh, This program, as always, is inspired by the harm reduction movement, informed by my personal experience using all sorts of drugs for damn near 30 years now, and enlightened by my special guests. And today, I've got a beauty on my hands. He is a hilarious comedian, actor, and the host of Honestly, and this ain't one of them bullshit things they plug in the beginning of the show. One of my favorite podcasts out there, Loud About Nothing. Please welcome to the program, Sebastian Canelli. <laughs> all right, all right, folks. Settle down, settle down. All right, all right. He's here. Your fans. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Uh, everyone should go check out Murph's episode. Murph did my podcast. It was a blast. We had a good yes. time. Yep. Uh, we talk a little bit about drugs on that episode. Uh, we did. Also, we it's. Did. My bullshit too, where we just fuck around. So we could curse, I assume, uh, of course. Oh yeah, rip. please, please. I insist. Yeah, actually, yeah. I don't won't end the episode <laughs> until there's at least one fuck dropped. Uh, no, it was a great fun time on the show. And you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there where it's just, oh, we're bullshit and we're talking about anything. But you know, I'll tell you, you're a top shelf bullshitter. You can talk. You're engaging. Like a lot of these podcasts, you, halfway through, you go, all right, great. You're talking about whatever. Not this one. Thank you so much, Mark. Of course, man, I'm of so course. excited to be here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for thank you for doing it. Um, well, yeah, I guess we'll uh, you know we'll, we'll dive right in. We got some shit packed here, a bunch of segments packed in. So we'll dive right into things with our first segment of the program. Uh, this is the substance report. This is the question: Do junkies' lives matter? And we all know the mainstream media's narrative on substance use is complete trash. So we're going to take a look at uh, top drug-related stories in the news and give them some proper coverage. So this story this week uh, I pulled, this is an international incident. I don't know if you heard about this one or not, but uh, this one comes, uh, this yeah. is from Al Jazeera. Uh, the headline says, no movement on release of Brittany Griner from Russia, Biden says. President Joe Biden said he would meet with Vladimir Putin if the Russian leader was willing to discuss Griner's case. Now, Sebastian, I don't know how f- much you've been following. This has been for me, you know, especially with the, this program. It's been something I've been following since uh, back in February when, for the listeners who don't know, Brittany Griner was arrested by uh, Russian customs agents. She plays in the Russian International League for, you know, on her WA, a WNBA offseason. She's a WNBA superstar. Uh, and she was pinched at the airport there in Russia with a little vape, you know, a little vape pen, not much, whatever it was, pinched with it. Uh, and she got, you know, they threw the book at her, of course. Uh, so now we've got an international incident on our hands. Uh, there's been a lot of back and forth talk. What do you know about this? What do you feel about this? Well, I, I, I followed I followed this a little bit. I think uh, uh, from my point of view, it's total bullshit. Um, sure, sure. There's a lot of problems. One, that she even needs to go to Russia to like continue a like even she's like, a professional basketball player here in the U.S. And she needs to, to have a, a side gig uh, playing in Russia. Yes. Let's just start at that point. Like, yes. what the fuck is going on? She's an elite, elite athlete. Yes, I am. A, I, I don't have a side gig, and I have zero skills. Like, what's <laughs> going on here? I hear you. I hear you. No, listen. If, if if either one of us felt like, oh man, we made it. We're playing a professional fucking sport here. You wouldn't think you'd need the side gig. No, I. You know, it's sad. I, I went to fucking what was that? I was going to Chick-fil-A the other day, and I saw one of the people from the WNBA there, too. You know, these girls are picking up games <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Wherever you can in this economy. Christ. It fucking sucks. I'll tell you, even also the players union there, they got to they gotta, they gotta hold out a little bit more for these contracts. And I would love to see the NBA step in as well and say, you know what? 
fuck it. Here's the deal. We're not looking at because people go, well, the NBA makes a lot more money. It's like even 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 uh, proportionally to what the WNBA brings in versus what they pay the players. It's not there's a gap there. So it's not about we're not asking them to make LeBron James. No one's fucking saying that. That that's a bullshit straw man for the argument of why should they not get paid more? They don't get paid the same percentage versus what the owners and whatever make as they do in the NBA. So that's the problem. And that's an argument people can't fucking fight. That argument people, like, because it, it's always like, oh, the WNBA doesn't pull in as much money. Have you yep. been to a WNBA game? Yes, I have. And I had a fucking blast. I got shit-faced and I screamed <laughs> yes. and yep. had a good time. Yes. Here's the thing they don't tell you. You could get really fucked up at these WNBA games oh, and just have a blast. And Wagering on them is fun because Vegas never knows. The lines on that is much, they're, they're much looser than they are for the M. They got the NBA and the NFL all figured out. But I feel like the WNBA, you can put a couple bucks down on it. You get a little loose at the game. I hear you. It's a night out for the family. But they don't yeah, pay them just, that way. No, and that's fucked up. And it so is I up. think, one, that's a problem that she even had to go there. Two, it's a vape pen. A vape. What the hell is, what what is going on? I'm going to pull on? an Allen Iverson here. I'm going to say we're talking about vapes. We're talking about vape pens. <laughs> we're talking about practice. We're going to talk about vape pens. We're sitting here talking. I mean, it's a little bit of weed, which is legal. In it, it, I know it's not legal in Russia, but... It's a vape pen. And look, the move politically, it's, it's, a, it's a shrewd move, of course. So if we want to talk really what's going on, what the move is there, there's the customs agents going on, here comes WNBA players. Blah, blah. They get one pinched for that, and that's a like, oh, this has got to go up to the top, if not directly very close to, like, how do we handle this? Uh, rather than just some, if you know, me or you were fucking caught with a vape pen. Sure. I mean, I don't know if we'd get in a work camp or what. I don't know. They'd probably take a look at two of us and be like, I don't know how much of these workhorses are going <laughs> to give us, but... <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, like, Sebastian's only going to harm the country. Let's get yes. him the fuck out of here. Yes, yes. He's only going to hurt us. Either way, I think that that obviously they're looking at this like there's a celebrity at play here. There's someone that they can kind of make a move with. So that's that's where this started, where it was like, all right, well, what is the trade? You know, what, what trade can be made? So now we're also still in terms of, of, of the WNBA here. And we're thinking, what's a good straight up trade for this? So where this story took a weird turn for me was when when the offering started coming out for how this was, because that's where shit got like, because, of course, initially, yes, should be legal everywhere across the globe, everything like that. That's absurd for just that amount of cartridges. It shouldn't be. W- I agree with all that. I, I then saw this take a turn where I was like, what is the what what are the behind the scenes wheelings and dealings that are going on here? Because now, as we know, you've probably heard the listeners there's a little bit of a conflict going on. Uh, you know, NATO closing in Russia. You know, we don't need to get into the geopolitical opinions on this. We're talking about Brittany Griner. So we'll leave it at uh, we'll, we'll leave it at I'm a Russian asset and I'm a communist. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but, you know, regardless of what you think about it, there's a proxy war we're involved in right now where we're giving a shit ton of money and weapons to Ukraine and we're, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah. as that's going on, they can't get to get Biden can't sit down with Putin over anything. And yet here we are. He's now floating it. For the Brittany Griner situation, publicly saying, hey, Putin, let's sit down. Of all the things we could be talking about right now, nuclear war, one of them. Let's talk sure. about these cartridges and the vapes. Yes, there are bigger problems. And this is a I mean, she should not be there, but there. I mean, I don't think we realize in the U.S. how close we are to World War Three. Just like no. literally yeah. bombs. I, I, I don't fucking hear about it at all. No, no. All I see well, is fucking pumpkin patches and apple picking. <laughs> And Spice we're about time. to a nuke is about to fucking drop on us, and they're like, "I want a Granny Smith. Give me a Red Delicious." Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> what sort of jack o' lantern face am I supposed to carve when there's fucking nuclear holocaust on the on the horizon? I don't think people realize, and of course, it's good not to realize because it's hard to live a daily life You're if right. you know how close we are. But 
shit is really bad and we need to stop pretending that Putin is like losing the war and that he's yes. like we're baiting we need we're baiting to stop people into shit yeah no it's, yes! it's we're baiting people into some, we're a little sad like the sassiness here is at a level where you're just like why turn up the answer to all of this the answer to regardless of what you think again about the situation of what the boundaries are of these countries and the history of it and all that forget all that if you think this dude's encroaching he's being a little bit of a bully there's a lot of fucking bullies out there now all of a sudden it's our job to turn up the heat in a situation where there's like a bully and, and then you got Zelensky like trying to get on SNL. I don't know. His SNL tape didn't go well with Lauren. So I guess he's now like, I'll be the president of this country. I'll be a puppet president for the U.S. Fine. They wouldn't put me as a I'm not yet ready for primetime uh, player, but uh, but I guess I'm ready to fucking run a run a proxy war. Um, so, you know, there's all that shit that's just so bizarre. One more thing I want to float that was so fun about this. And I don't know if you're aware of who was being offered in the trades. So Victor Boot is, is a name that was thrown around. Now, this dude's the merchant of death. I don't know if you know, know about this fellow. Nicolas Cage played him in a movie, I believe. I've, I heard about this. So, it's, yeah. Very the strange. trade's not even. <laughs> not that you ever. So the offering is the merchant of death for, for, for Brittany Griner. Uh, so then for there was a, a w, I, Yeah, for a WNBA player. A, I hate to, like, minimize what she does, but, like, she plays basketball. Yeah. Anyone that plays basketball should not be traded for someone nicknamed the Merchant of Death. That's true. The Phoenix Mercury wouldn't make that trade. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> no way. No way. No, the, it, it's, a weir- it's a weird wheeling and dealing. So then we tried to get a two to one. There was like this other weird dude who's been in custody who was like pretended to be a CIA agent like years ago, but he's like a huge Trump fan, which is interesting because then there's Biden negotiating, but they threw him in. He's an ex military dude who got kicked out. He got like court martialed for stealing money and stuff and then he was caught in russia accused of espionage i don't know what his total deal is but they now just throw him into the mix so then it's a two for one trade so now you're like yeah so at least you're like if you're gonna get victor boot but then they threw in some i mean there's just a lot of back and forth here that like who knows what the kremlin and 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 the pentagon are negotiating at this point you know what's you know we all know something crazy i could talk about myself on the uh right now for a little bit please uh I went to school. The school I went to was Staten Island Technical High School. It was a math and science high school. And we learned, had to learn Russian in the high school because they, we were like, we're all going to go on to be engineers and shit like that. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we need to be able to communicate with the other uh, advanced technology. And multiple kids I went to school with studied abroad in Russia for six months. And then we would have Russian kids come to America. For uh, this amount of time, for okay, six months and stuff like okay. that. Okay. It was. Did you, you, remember, did you get like, over there? My parents would say, they said, no fucking yeah, way. You're not going <laughs> they there. said, yeah. yeah, what are you doing? But my high school girlfriend, her and I, we broke up for a minute and she hooked up with the Russian exchange student. So not <laughs> only do I have a problem with Russia politically, but I have a, a problem with Russia on a personal fucking level, okay? A personal beef with the. Yes. A so, personal beef. And that man and that kid she hooked up with was, weirdly enough, Victor Boot's nephew. So now we come full circle. <laughs> that kid is the merchant of death. I don't need to, I don't need to drag yeah. that kid's name through the mud. I don't know who he was. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's wild. So, so, you, so you know Russian, so you're, so you're watching, so you can kind of get a little, you ever watch the uh, Russian state media, get a little bit, well, what's going on over there, what's going on over here? How is your Russian? Decent? Uh, no, it's pretty bad. I, I know how to say suck my dick. <laughs> can we please get a suck? Of course, of course. Uh, Sasimoy hoy. <laughs> Sasimoy hoy. Yeah, suck my dick. Uh, well, I hope you would have said that if you and me did get pinched at a Russian airport with a, with a vape pen. I hope you would. We would both be shouting that back at the uh, at the Russian. Customers. I don't smoke vapes. You're not a vape guy. I'm not really huge on vapes either. Honestly, I tried it for a little bit. The concentrate's a little too much. I'm an old head. I'm an. I, I'll give me flour. Give me flour. 
I feel or you, edibles. man. Also, I was. I love, please, I love edibles are my favorite. I'm, that's how I know I'm getting old because I'm like, I'll do an edible and a blanket. I'll nibble on a little gummy, please, and that's about <laughs> it for me. Thank you, children. I'm going to take a nap. Um, I, I was doing the vape and I started getting brain zaps. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What do you fuck? mean by that? Like, these... like, a, like a shock to the brain? Yeah, it Wait, was like what? these little like, zzz, zzz, and I looked it up and some vapes, if they're not regulated... Uh, they cause this thing called brain zaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if you go off of like a, a, a SSRI, you get brain zaps. Or if you just are looking to get high conveniently, you get brain zaps. That's right. Now, are you buying these? Were you buying these at like a bodega in Staten Island or something? Or where where were you getting online? Where were you getting these? Nah, I support local. Are you can support local. Yeah, my, my dr- yeah, of course. Sure, sure. I, See, so that's the deal. thing, though. Again, off. Mar- God bless, but not regulated, like you just said. Uh, you don't know what sort of chemicals are floating in there if you're getting brain zaps. It, yeah, it's probably more than kid, just THC. He just had a bit. Ba- oh my god! I was talking yesterday. I was like, you know how much fucking uh, gasoline and roach spray I probably smoked <laughs> growing up in New York? Like it must have been just rat poison I was smoking at a certain point. <laughs> yes, it's true. Smoking those fucking yeah, that that dust, that brick weed that I used to smoke too. The chemicals where you'd like snap it apart. You'd get like a little, a little, oh. you know, the shit that you just and it just it's like particle board. It would just burst seeds and stems and dust flying everywhere incredible yeah i did used to go to this gas station and this gas station straight up had gasoline weed and if we were at a real low moment we would just fucking straight up smoke gasoline weed (laughs) oh man good luck with that these days with those gas prices out there (laughs) thanks biden Well, you know, hopefully I might touch base with you again to translate some of this throughout the course of these uh, negotiations, because this is an ongoing thing. I don't know when this is going to end. Horrible situations over there, of course. And Brittany, the free Brittany movement, I feel, who is the very much I think we freed Brittany Spears now, the original free Brittany. I feel like that movement needs to now stand in solidarity with the new free Brittany movement, which is which is free Brittany Griner. I'm just trying to parlay hashtags at this point. And that's eco friendly. Yeah, there you go. Eco-friendly. That's eco Reduce, that's reuse, recycle. <laughs> of course, we're using the same signs, and I love that. I ha- yes. I mean, everyone should be on board for this then. That we should. Let's make that happen. Reuse those signs. You know you got them up. You still got them around. You, there were plenty of great ones. I'm going to reach out to somebody somewhere. Um, but uh, now I think we're going to move on to a fun segment here. Uh, Sebastian, I don't know how – you don't have to uh, answer this question either, but I don't know how old you are. You, look, you, you, you strike me as a very youthful uh, – I'm 33. Um, 33 yeah i'm getting old barely legal barely, barely legal uh, <laughs> <Stop>. um <laughs> hey now this is my only fans 33 year old barely legals that's what it's called um so yeah so like so you were a little bit this is a little bit before your time but in the in the mid 80s even in the early 90s i guess the uh, the anti-drug psas i feel were were at their heyday i think that was the golden age of of anti-drug psas i mean the, your brain on drugs with the with the frying pans won everybody yes. else uh but there's some really really great uh bits that have been out there and and great celebrities involved in them and just a lot of fun ones so i want to play a psa for you now and i just want to let you know when i was growing up psa to me in the 80s meant propaganda stigma and alf losers are users so don't use drugs Again, before your time, but Alf was an alien from Melmac. He was an alien life form. Yeah. Uh, he was a program. Yeah, it was a whole show. Anyhow, uh, this uh, this PSA here is a is a fun one uh, because this is a, a you know a fella for all ages. This celebrity one they got together here with, and there's a few things about this that just have always stood out to me. This is a, a young Michael Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan. 
McDonald's restaurants have given me this time to talk to you about something we both really care about, kids. Kids are the reason McDonald's sponsors their Get It Straight program, a national drug awareness effort. Think about this. Many of you using drugs out there now are under 18. Do you realize that at 18, you have lived only one-fourth of your life? When you're using drugs, you're only cheating yourself out of the chance to find out who you really can be. And believe me, if you don't use drugs, you can just about be anything you want to be. Listen, you've got at least three-fourths of your life to go. That's three more lifetimes to you. So don't blow it. Don't do drugs. If you're doing it, stop it. Get some help. McDonald's wants you to give yourself a chance. A chance to find out all the wonderful things you really can be. And so do I. <laughs> I love how he's obsessed with the math of it. First of all, he's like, listen, you have a quarter, three quarters of a quarter of your life. If you live to be 72, you might let me carry the one. And look, you got a lot of your life left in, in fractions. It's an honest version uh, of, of, of it's an honest. Most people say, ah, he's 50, a midlife crisis. Michael Jordan's a realist. <laughs> He, he goes. He is. 70, he is. He's, he's breaking it down. Seventy-two. No more. That's it. Yeah. Don't bullshit me. You're not living to be. I'm not living to be. You know, ninety. So neither are you. And you know what's uh, funny? No, it's. A- I love this because I, as a fucking food addict, it's literally saying don't do drugs from McDonald's. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Get- come and get. Come and get some of these. Yeah. G- come on, kitties. The shit that's gonna fucking li- literally ruin me from my inside out. It's yeah. yeah, the shit that is poisoning this country on a level that fentanyl wishes, oh. fentanyl dreams it could reach that many people. Please, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's... It, it, no, that's hilarious. McDonald's has given me this time. A very, a very fra- strange phrasing too is from Michael. McDonald's has given me this time. It's like, well, I'm glad McDonald's is running your clock, my man. <laughs> Uh, it's like, I, usually I'm just in the gym. I, I couldn't come out until McDonald's came in and said, we're going to give him this time of course. to come out here and, and break down these the fractions of a life. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just fun. It, it's hard for Michael. Never really got, I think there's that great Gatorade uh, outtakes or whatever. I think he just had a hard time with the direct to camera. You know, he's trying to get through the prompter. He's trying to do the. So he's very measured, very, uh, you know, he seems like a young, nervous kid sure. uh, doing this. Um, School photo energy but, also. Yeah. I love that they just got like a, a, a random gray backdrop. Oh yeah, senior pics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like McDonald's and uh, and Jay uh, Studio senior photos have given me this opportunity to. Uh, yeah, um, no, that's a that's a that's a that's a fun one uh, from McDonald's. Uh, great poisoners of the world, uh, and I love also too. He just says, "If you're doing it, stop." You're like, "Oh, all right. Well, you know, if that's it, that's all there is to it, Michael. Be like Mike." And then no resources being like, you know, and get help if you can't. I'm like, McDonald's, you can't even flash like a fucking 800 number. Or oh, yeah. Like some bullshit, something. They're like, yeah, just some resource. Get some help somewhere. All right, I'm going to see you later. Uh, they've given me, uh, I got to go back. Imagine going like, through withdrawals and just watching that commercial over and over again. <laughs> like, that's oh, your God. resource. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just well, you just fucking like drag your ass down to the McDonald's down the block. And you're like, listen, I just saw this commercial. I am not well. Just, I don't know what I need. <laughs> Give me a fucking McRib if you got them. No, they're not in. All right, fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I, I've actually recently. I don't pay for Hulu, so I, I, I like pay the. Good for you. I pay for the. I have to watch the commercials, and some of the commercials, um, are like these PSAs on on vaping, like uh, nicotine PSAs, oh. and they are just as corny. Who? Oh why god. can't they advance with the times? It's Sebastian. I need. To, I have not seen these, but I need to. I'm taking a note to pull one of these because I have not seen any recent 
ones that I've used, so I, I would love to grab a good vaping yeah. uh, PSA. There's one like, and it's like about like oh two girls, and one of them like is like, oh, let's go inside. The other one's like, no, I can't because she has to sit outside and vape, and she's like all sad and alone because she's a smoker. And <laughs> I'm like, this isn't reality. <laughs> this like we no, should make- and these kids live reality. Yes. Like- Make them real. Make it like the coolest kids vaping and everyone. And, and, and it's like a good time. And then you have to be like, but this is what's really happening or something along those lines. Or this is a realistic. All right. We're going to point a portrait. There's, there are these, these, uh, there's pros and cons to everything. Maybe you'll enjoy a night. You'll get a little lift from some nicotine. Everybody's, it's good, social, it's fun. But, you know, down the road, if you do it and you do it too much, and, you know, anyone could smoke until they're like 25 and then you got to quit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like basically being like if you're in high school, you're a kid, it's fun, you feel invincible, but you're going to get into your mid 20s, especially when you start to get to 30. Maybe, maybe pump the brakes on that a little bit. That I think is a, is a fucking message that might, people might go, that seems reasonable. But like, you know, because again, even if you don't, you're not on our fucking team here. Even if you desperately, all you want, if you wake up every morning and you just go, ah, oh, just these kids are out there vaping. There's just so many kids. I have a kid. Jesus Christ. My kid might be, even if that's you, then like you'd still think we, we went through this already in the 80s. Went through this with a generation. The evidence is in. Like there's no, there's no, this shit doesn't work. Going at it this way does not stop people from doing the thing. So even if you want to do that, why are we like doing the same? It feels like deja vu. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't want to stop it. It's the, uh, they don't it's, it's the it. illusion of, look, we're trying. There we're we trying. It's like, hey, I gave there a good go. effort. You don't have to tell me. You should have seen how I did chores when I was a kid for my mom. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. I vacuumed. You know, like, like I, I just plugged <laughs> it in and made a noise. I was like, did you yes, didn't hear? Little, little. You didn't hear the noise, Ma? Yeah. Like, oh, like, the noise came. Yeah, the noise was going. I was in there. That's it. Um, <laughs> They're just making noise, these fucking PSAs. Shut up. They are. Yep. It's vacuuming. It's, it's pretending to vacuum. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They absolutely are. Oh, bless him. Um, well, I, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like we've learned a little bit about you uh, throughout this, uh, Sebastian, but I do think our listeners might want to know a little bit more, uh, you know, because they're already a quarter of the way through their lives. So, like, they need to, they need, they only have three quarters left. <laughs> they need to learn a little bit more about you. Sure. Uh, and so, uh, uh, and you're an actor. Yes. A wonderful actor, actually. We, we had a class together. You're a diamond, really funny, but doesn't, don't sell those chops short because you're a phenomenal actor oh as well. God. So, you'll get this. Uh, we want to step inside uh, the user studio for a moment. <laughs> we end our podcast session with a weekly dose version of the questionnaire that was used masterfully for 24 years by the great James Lipton inside the actor's studio. And the first question is, Sebastian Canelli, what is your favorite drug? Uh, that... Can it doesn't have to be something I'm cur- I don't currently use any drugs, uh, but uh, my favorite drug is probably uh, yeah. What am I doing? Uh, it's uh, uh, pills. It would be like uh, perk thirties. Um, oh, perk the thirty milligram perk. Thirty milligram Delightful. perks because you could snort them. Yes, you can crush them up. Less filler. You crush them up. You get a nice little little buzz there. What is your least favorite drug? Least favorite drug? Um, I once smoked embalming fluid. <laughs> I would say. Ah, yes. <laughs> from from the, the, the great pharaoh Tutankhamun. <laughs> from the, from the, uh, the mummy's tomb, you smoked the embalming fluid, of course. Uh, you know, cheap, uh, poor man's PCP, as they say. Uh, you know, as, as, the, as the classist people tend to say, <laughs> poor man's PCP. I smoked embalming fluid myself once. Horrible. Not great. Horrible Not experience. Not great at all. No, no. Terrible. 
terrible visions and of demons until you feel like your head is being squeezed yeah. by a giant trash compactor or some such yes. something. A lot oh, of it's crying. Terrible. It's a terrible. A lot of crying happens uh, when you smoke. Sobbing, yes. weeping. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, questioning your life, even no matter how old you are, you're questioning your life at that point. What age were you the first time you found yourself under the influence? Um, I have to say probably 12. 12? 12. 12. A dozen? Yeah. A dozen. What is your favorite, uh, well, pardon me, what celebrity's overdose death has had the most profound effect on you? I have to say uh, Chris Farley's not because of, I, was, I wasn't like aware of it when it happened, but because of what I do and how much I love him. And it made me, as a man that's 33 years old now, a, f- a fat comedian, it's really, I for a long time just consider myself, uh, I was just going to die. Um, I was just yes. like, oh, great. I'll just might as well just do what I love until I die, because that's what people like me do. And um, it took a lot of therapy to realize that that's a ch- that's I, that doesn't have to be my choice like that. I, I don't need to s- see that. And I think that and think that's what's going to happen to me. I am allowed to be funny and in control and take care of myself and stuff along those lines. So uh, that affected me because of how I thought life was going to end shorter for me, be a bridge. But um, in a nice way, it allowed me to make the decisions uh, that I want to make. I don't really I spent most of my life just doing what I want to do because I always like it doesn't fucking matter. Yes. That is a beautiful thing. I almost feel ridiculous with these uh, fake glasses on after that wonderful, wonderfully touching, truly, truly wonderful thing. Now, I yes, so let me take those off for a minute. Uh, that's beautiful. Yes. Uh, no, I'm pleased. Please. Okay, and, and we're back. After a touching moment, we're back. Uh, uh, what is your favorite slang word for cannabis? Uh, I just call it weed. I, I like. I'm not gonna pretend I, I like. I like <laughs> something else. Uh, I just go uh, weed. It's just weed Classic. for me. Yeah. I, I don't think I call it anything. I think when you, I call it something else, it's a try hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Sure. A little too much. A little too much. You know, trying to trying to sound like uh, your aunt Rose as a joke or something, and or try to sound a little hip. Yeah. You know no, what's no. funny? My you got them buds, man. You got them sticky buds. Yeah. My parents would call it dope when I was a kid. Or when I was smoke when I would smoke, they go, "You smoking dope? You smoking dope?" And now that it's legal, and they I've they've indulged themselves. All of a sudden, it's fucking cannabis. <laughs> Now all of a sudden it's fucking cannabis, but for years it was dope when I was smoking it. It was dope. You were a little dope. They are enlightened cannabis in consumers. Yes. <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. Uh, what drug would you like to deal for a living? What drug? If you I, weren't a comedian actor? I guess mushrooms. Oh, the magic mushroom. No one's psilocybin. Yeah, I, I would like to. No one's urgent. No one's like urgently trying to get them. They're not contacting you late at night. It's very like, hey, Absolutely. yeah, I can meet you tomorrow. And you meet them and everyone's yes. excited. And I also think it's not going to hurt anyone, you know? If anything, the only thing to die will be the ego for the ego death uh, of the mushroom experience. But, uh, Yo, you know what's else. crazy? <laughs> all these kids are taking mushrooms all the time now. And now there's this thing called the God Dose. Have you heard of that? Oh, no. What is this now? God- enough, to, enough so you see the... Yeah. So I think it's like if you take five grams... 
and, and all these kids are like, I microdose unless Ooh. I take five grams. I'm like, yo, the first time I did it, I did a quarter ounce, and I was just like some scumbag <laughs> in Staten Island. I wasn't trying to see God. <laughs> I was trying to disappear <laughs> from the from the fucking block. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> There's no God at the end of Staten Island for you to see. No. No, that's a wild. That's the God dose. That's interesting. People go from the, you know, the macro, uh, the micro. Now you're just doing macros. There's nothing in between. No. My goodness. I know. There is no nothing. No. For me, I, I took it and I ended up in an Applebee's with a chicken quesadilla. That's, that was my God. Oh, my. <laughs> Decent order. Decent order for that. For the for the for the circumstances. Oh, didn't need a bite. Yes, I've kicked through windshields. I kicked oh. through a buddy's windshield. Too many mushrooms. Just sat in the front seat and just kept kicking until my foot went through the windshield. Uh, too many. <laughs> yeah, that's a macro dose. That's a macro. Dose. That's a macro. Uh, uh, what drug would you absolutely not like to deal under any circumstances? Um, I would say probably crystal meth. Based on your your answer to the uh, drug you would like to deal, you know, the opposite. That, that that certainly makes sense. There's a little bit more of a demanding. Uh, role that you're playing in the in in that scenario. Yeah. And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear Chris Farley say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Uh, that's a beautiful question. I guess what would I like to hear him say? I guess I saw what you did and I liked it. You know. Or thanks for keep on doing what we do. If he included me in what he did, or says you kept, we did what we had to do there. That would make me feel so beautiful. That is lovely. Sebastian Canelli, these are your drug users. Oh, well, I think that about does it uh, for this episode. That was uh, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, um, thank um, you for having me. I don't uh, talk about my drug use that much. I, I, talk, I dabble a little bit. I, I'll, like, tell funny stories about it, you know? Uh, sure, sure, sure. But it's nice uh, every so often when I get to talk about it in some serious moments because I think it is important for people to hear. Yes, I agree. I, and I think I think talking about it also, too, is, you know, we're, we're, that stigma, man. That's like the one thing, the, the biggest thing standing in the way of all the shit we're talking about. You know, we can hammer all day on the on the, you know, decriminalization. None of that shit's happening without the stigma going away, I think, because enough people still just need to not, you know, have any shame. So I appreciate you. Shane. Sure. Of course. I feel I think people see me. I feel like a very normal guy. And I think they would be shocked at the uh my past in some ways so like yeah, the journey you took to get here yeah fuck that you know what i mean we're all people we all grow like we all lose it also like i'm i'm blessed that i had that experience because it makes me it humbles me around other people and, and it gives me empathy that i know i was always two steps away from something you know i was yes like hell yeah i could have made two other decisions and been in someone else's shoes yes no, I, 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 listen, brother, I've, I've been there for that. I've, I've lost people and I was right there with them shooting up and they're, and they're no longer here. And I am. So there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's the survivor's guilt shit that you got to work through. There's all these other things they are sad, but I think you, you eventually get some perspective as you get a little older and you're just like, well, if I could do anything or say anything that could maybe help a couple of people or help lift that Sigma, share my own shit to go, Hey, this is stuff to the stuff we got to be laughing at. And the stuff we got to be mocking is the, is the powerful stuff up above that is standing in the way of, of of progress and of, 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 of drug users having their fucking human rights restored. So I think that, that kind of element of it is something that I always fight for, but not laughing at, Oh, there's a junkie in the gutter over there. Like none of that shit. That's where we're past that. We're way past that. Um, so no judgment here on this program. Yeah. And I think that's, I think most people know that yeah, I do. I think you're right, which is great. Yeah. I think that's the truth. Um, all right. Well tell everybody, uh, I mean, loud about nothing, of course, uh, wonderful podcast in the YouTube uh, channel. 
Yeah, uh, we, we're boosting our YouTube channel now, so uh, we're going to start doing that more and more. So if you want to check out Loud About Nothing, if you want to listen to the podcast, great. If not, we have uh, cameras. We uh, record it and film it, and we're going to start pumping out that YouTube. Uh, we already have, so if you go there, we have a ton of stuff over there. Um, so check that out. We got clips. You can find me on uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Loud About Nothing, or me, Sebastian Canelli, on all platforms regarding that. Beautiful. And start with Murph's episode. Oh, yeah. uh, it was such a fun episode, and we fucking laughed our asses off. It was great. Thanks, brother. Yeah, you and Robbie are, are wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and uh, Anytime. I think you're so great, Murph. I think what you do is beautiful. I'm, I'm in your corner no matter what. Uh, you're a fucking great, great soul. I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Love and you thank too, you, brother. Thank you, everyone, for, uh, for tuning in to the Weekly Dose. We'll see you next week. Hey, America, there's no use of sleeping with your children, with your daughters, with your sons, and with your husband. Self-Medicated Weekly Dose is hosted and produced by me, Murph Meyer, with support from Pop Culture Collaborative. Our theme song is My Congressman by 15, courtesy of Jeff Ott and Hopeless Records. Original artwork and production design by Diana Kolsky. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the program, you can listen to new episodes of Weekly Dose every Wednesday. Just look for the Murph Meyer is self-medicated feed wherever you get your podcasts. While you're at it, subscribe to the self-medicated YouTube channel to see new video clips from the show each week. Follow me on Instagram at Murph Meyer. And for some top shelf harm reduction resources, head over to selfmedicatedpod.com. Also, don't forget, you can call the Weekly Dose podcast anytime to leave me a voicemail message with your thoughts on drugs and the people who use them. Just pick up the phone and dial 443-MK-ULTRA. All right, that's about it for me. I'll see you next week. Love and solidarity. Goodbye.